Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, so you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. So remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store and make it a rule to buy Kroger-cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Dr. Samuel Jennifer, world-famous eye specialist, has taken a look at Penny Gibbs' eyes. His preliminary examination has revealed that there is definitely something wrong. Penny is now being prepared for tests and a more thorough probing for possible injury to her vision. It's now the day following Dr. Jennifer's examination. In his office, Dr. Clarence Weston says to Penny's mother, Grace, I can't give you any definite word in regard to your daughter's eyes, Mrs. Billings, because Dr. Jennifer's examination was only a preliminary one. But Dr. Weston, didn't he find anything? He corroborated only what we already knew. There is definitely something interfering with their vision. What? He doesn't know as yet. But the examination later this week will tell what he needs to know. I see. Well, what did he tell Penny? Nothing. She didn't ask. In fact, he was rather hurt. It's true Dr. Jennifer didn't come to Heatherton just to see her, but he feels that a patient should show some interest in her own well-being. Well, you know why Penny has no interest, Doctor. Yes, only too well. But she has to change her attitude, Mrs. Billings, because when she realizes the seriousness and tragic implications of blindness, we'll begin to see a change in her. Well, I think the thing to do is to give her an interest in things again, in life and the future, but... I know that's next to impossible to do. Well, it's certainly not going to be easy. But it's definitely worth trying, Mrs. Billings. She has to find an interest in life again. And perhaps now is the time to start helping her. She's shown a slight glimmer of interest already by agreeing to let Dr. Jennifer see her. Well, I don't think she did that for her own sake, Dr. Weston, but for mine and for her friends. Perhaps that's true. But the fact that she's willing to do something for others is a mild indication that she's once more acquiring an awareness of the people and things around her. You're giving me more hope for her than I've had since we told her about Barry's death. I have more hope for her myself. But one thing we have to stay clear of, Mrs. Billings, is showing her too much sympathy. It was rather hard-boiled talk that made her agree to a visit with Dr. Jennifer. We'll have to keep on being hard-boiled. Oh, it's awfully hard to talk to her harshly when I have nothing but the deepest sympathy for her. Oh, we all sympathize with her, Mrs. Billings. We've seldom had a patient at Heatherton of which the entire hospital is so fond. But we all know that we can't help her with sympathy. Oh, I realize that. 
And I intend to cooperate with you in every way I can. So don't feel that in a few minutes I'm going to tear down what you've accomplished. I'll even stay away from her as much as I can if that'll help. It might. But don't overdo that either. She still needs her family and her friends. Uh, you plan on seeing her today, don't you? Yes, I expect well, to. By all means, think... see her, Mrs. Billings. And tell her what Dr. Jennifer's found so far. Or maybe she'll ask you. If she does, that will be a strong indication that she's well on her way to recover. Come in. Hello, Penny. Hello, Mother. Oh, you're sitting up. I thought I'd change my position for a little while. It's kind of tiresome lying down in bed all day. Oh, why don't you let them put you in a chair so you can sit by the window? No. No, that's too much bother. Oh, but darling, you're going to have to start sitting up and even trying to walk a little bit. Because you'll be able to go home pretty I soon. I don't want to go home. You don't want to go home? Oh, Penny, you don't mean that. I mean there's no reason to go home. There's nothing there anymore. Why, there's everything there, darling. All the things you've loved for so many years. And the people who love you and want you home. Oh, and Mother, that... please, don't make me talk about it. All right. Johnny's coming to see you this afternoon. Is he? Oh, Penny, even if you aren't, will you at least pretend to be glad to see him? Mother, he shouldn't go to all the trouble to come to see me. Well, that's just it. He has gone to a lot of trouble. His car's in the garage, and he's coming down on the bus. And he had to work late last night so he could take the day off. I asked him not to come and see me. I don't know why he insists on doing it. Penny, how much longer are you going to go on with this nonsense? Darling, it isn't nonsense. You can call it whatever you like. It's nothing but nonsense. Utter nonsense. We all know what you've gone through and how you feel. And we have the deepest sympathy for you. But what do you give us in return? Why, nothing but... Nothing but scorn. Well, it's almost scorn. Maybe that's why I don't want to see anyone. Because I can't be civil. Mother, there's nothing I want to see anyone for. There's nothing to talk about. But there's a lot to talk about, Penny. Getting well and plans and the future. I have no plans. I don't want to think about the future. You just want to lie there and feel sorry for yourself, is that it? I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about Barry. And when I think about Barry, there's no room in my head for anyone or anything else. Mother, that's why I have no plans, because there's no Barry. That's why I don't want to think about the future, because... without Barry, there isn't such a thing. Not for me. Oh, you're wrong, Penny. So wrong. Right or wrong, that's the way things are. That's the way they're going to be. All right. If you insist. I'm not insisting. That's the way things have to be. Blank, empty, nothing. Because that's my life without Barry. Penny, I won't ask you to forget Barry. Because that, I know, is something you'll never be able to do. But I can ask you for your own sake to think a Mother, little bit about... Mother, must you argue with me? I'm not arguing with you, darling. I'm just trying to reason Mother, I don't want to talk about but it. Penny, Mother, we... please. All right. All right. Um, how did you like Dr. Jennifer? Who? Dr. Jennifer, the eye specialist. Nothing much one way or the other, I guess. Well, what was he like? He was I mean... all right. He wasn't with me very long. 
Well, aren't you interested in what he found out about your eyes? Not especially. Oh, Penny. Mother, it just doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It should matter a great deal, darling, a great deal. But it doesn't. You don't even want to know what he told Dr. Weston and what Dr. Weston told me? Not really. Well, that's the way you feel, all right. But it's just beyond my comprehension, this, this complete indifference of yours. I'm sorry that you don't understand. Well, I understand one thing. Your eyes have been injured. You may lose your sight. And I know if that were happening to me, I'd want to know about it, no matter how I felt about other things. It's how I feel about one thing that leaves me with no feeling for anything else. You want to go blind? No, I don't want to. But if I'm going blind, I'll accept it. Like I've had to accept other things. That's the right attitude. If and when you're told you will be blind... But your logic is a little faulty, darling. If you can feel that way about blindness, why can't you feel that way about Barry? Because my life doesn't depend on my sight. It did depend upon Barry. Well, now, darling, it depends on you. You still have your life. I you don't can... want it, Mother. I have no use for it. Oh, you're being very foolish, Penny, and saying foolish things. We... Oh, perhaps you'd better not talk anymore just now. I'd rather we didn't. Oh, Penny, darling, it breaks my heart to see you this way. And to have to talk to you the way I do. But I have to do it because you yourself won't see where your life can go on. And that there is no sorrow that cannot be overcome. Yes? Hello, Penny. Hello, Johnny. Well, I'm uh, glad you let me come to see you without any arguments this time. Mother asked me to see you. Oh, well, then I thank you, Mother, not you. Um... You shouldn't have gone to all the trouble to come down to see me. There wasn't any trouble, Penny. Even if it were, I wouldn't complain. I'd see you every day if the office didn't keep me busy. You know, I'm going to have to reinforce my desk if the papers aren't to pile up any higher. How are you feeling? All right. Swell. I hear you're coming home pretty soon. That is, as soon as they know about your eyes and you feel strong enough to make the trip. I suppose I will be home one of these days. Well, you don't sound too enthusiastic about it. I'm not. What's there to go home for? Well, I can think of a lot of reasons. Nobody wants to stay in the hospital, and then again, there's a job to think about. Um, would you like to work for me when you're ready to go back to work? No, thanks. Oh. Oh, uh, you're going back to Frank Carter, huh? Oh, uh, incidentally, he asked me to say hello. He's called about you almost every day. And he says the job's open anytime you want it. Tell him not to hold it open for me, Johnny. Oh, you have something better in mind? I bet I know what it is. Do you? Uh-huh. What about that letter you got from the motion picture company who made those tests of you a couple of years oh, ago? Oh, I'd be marvelous for pictures now, wouldn't I? Don't you see my face? Only as it was and as it's going to be again. Why don't you take that movie off a penny, but uh, tell them you won't be ready for a few months or a year? Johnny, I'd like to laugh. I would if I thought you were serious. I am serious, and don't laugh. No. No, it'd be far more appropriate if I could cry. I won't do that either. Well... All right, if you're not interested in making pictures and you won't come back to work for me or for Carter, what are you going to do when you get well? You'll want to do something. Yes, I'll do something. I don't particularly care what it is. Oh, now, come on, Penny. Don't be that way. It'll be a little while yet before you're well enough to work. Why don't you spend that time thinking of what to do? You used to want a career. Why not take a fling at it when this thing is over? This is already over, Johnny. Everything is already over. Now stop talking like a punished child. Oh, you too. Me too what? 
You're going to pound at me, too, hmm? You're going to argue with me and tell me it doesn't matter about Valley and give me that sugar-coated Pollyanna that life can go on, that there's always something to live for? Call it Pollyanna if you like. Call it sugar-coated malarkey if that's what you think it is. Say I'm pounding at you if I am. You are. All of you are. Well, I'm going to keep on pounding at you, Penny. Because you're going to snap out of this whether you like it or not. Is hard and unsympathetic talk going to help Penny again find a meaning for life? And what will the doctors be able to learn about her eyes? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste, because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger Cut Rib Roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Now, yes, now, Kroger's great hot-dated coffee contest brings you an opportunity to win a big, luxurious Hudson sedan an Alaska sealskin fur coat valued at $1,400, a Westinghouse laundromat roaster or a justomatic electric iron. 1,160 prizes are being given away in five weekly contests. The fourth week's contest closes midnight tonight. Entries received after midnight go into next week's contest. Get your entry blank with full details at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow. Same time, same station for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.